the second component of financial system is financial institutions financial institutions are organizations that mobilizes savings and provide finance or credit to individuals and organizations these are institutions or its organizations that mobilizes savings from the public and also provide credit uh, and provide finance to individual organ individuals at the same time organizations these institutions are necessary for free and fair transparent market operations these institutions are regulatory institutions and play a vital role in the financial system financial institutions play a regulatory role in the market by controlling other financial institutions and ensuring fair and transparent market operations suppose uh, these institutions are regulatory uh, regulatory uh, having regulatory framework and controlling other financial institutions and ensuring a fair and transparent market operations they include ministry of finance suppose the examples for financial institutions regulatory financial institutions are ministry of finance security exchange board of india reserve bank of india etc financial institutions are also called financial intermediaries these are financial intermediaries so act as an intermediary between lender and a borrower why financial institutions are called as financial intermediary because they act as middlemen between lenders and borrowers and here financial institutions can be classified into three they are monetary or banking institutions non monetary or non banking institutions thirdly specialized financial institutions these are the main three uh, classification to financial institutions or financial intermediaries okay financial intermediary uh, ultimate lender act as an uh, intermediary between ultimate lender and borrower and there is no direct transfer of funds from ultimate lender to ultimate borrower there is no direct transfer of funds because here financial institutions or financial intermediary act as a middleman between lender and borrower and here monetary and banking institutions monetary banking institutions includes central bank reserve bank of india commercial banks regional rural banks cooperative banks etc and non monetary or non banking institutions consist of comprises of non banking financial companies investment companies investment companies leasing firms leasing firms pension funds venture capital funds etc
and specialized financial institutions includes state level financial inst institutions like state financial corporations sfcs state industrial development corporations sidcs and around 18 sfcs and 28 sidcs are working in india and industrial development banks industrial finance corporations etc are included under specialized financial institutions thank you and the last component is financial services it consists of services provided by asset management and liability companies they helps to get a, a required funds and also make sure that they are efficiently invested and companies get required fund and also get sufficient fund for a particular uh, establishment and they are efficiently invested by company company they assist to determine the financing combinations and extend their professional services up to the stage of servicing of lenders they helps with borrowing and selling purchasing securities lending and investing making and allowing payments and settlement and taking care of risk in the financial market financial services are looking to the subject matters like lending borrowing and selling and purchasing securities allowing payments and settlements etc financial services facilitate financial transaction of individuals institutional investors financial services covers a wide range of activities including insurance for a particular company banking and credit services such as merchant banking mutual funds etc various financial institutions like bank mutual funds merchant bankers credit rating agencies offer financial services that facilitate borrowing and buying and selling securities making payments settlements in the financial market these in services that helps financial institutions to provide better financial instruments to the investors financial institutions and financial market helps in the working of financial system and to be able to carry out the needs and necessities of financial institutions through financial services
Therefore, financial services are considered as the fourth major component of financial system. Financial institutions, by issuing different types of financial instruments, mobilize a saving from the financial markets to facilitate the credit mobilization and allocation process. All these are done by financial services and financial services are offered to financial intermediaries. Financial services are services offered by financial uh, institutions to financial institutions to financial intermediaries. Thus, the fourth constituent of financial system are interdependent and interact with each other. These financial services is a fourth major component of financial system and this financial system interact. Interact or interdependent with the other financial components like financial instruments, financial institutions and financial markets. And based on these, the these activities facilitate the development and efficient functioning of financial system and flow of funds from ultimate lender to ultimate borrower. It is a medium of exchange, act as an intermediary between financial institutions, financial instruments and financial market. Hence, it can be said that the financial platform to lenders and borrowers to interact with each other for their mutual benefits. All these components interact with each other for their own mutual benefits. The ultimate aim is to attain profit of profit through these interactions, accumulation of capital and leads to developing a nation like country like India uh, etc. And economic development of a country is a major goal of these platforms. Hi, here we are going to discuss uh, what is stock exchanges, uh, what are its functions and how it operates. Come to first one, what is what do you mean by stock exchange? As per Security Contract Regulation Act 1959, a stock exchange is defined as an association, an organization or body of individuals whether incorporated or not, established for the purpose of assisting, regulating and controlling business in buying and selling, in 
buying and selling and dealing in securities and in simple terms stock exchange is a place where the securities issued by government public bodies joint stock companies are traded it's a place where buying and selling of securities take place and it is a secondary market where investors purchase securities or asset from other investors rather than from issuing company uh, themselves the national stock exchanges such as new york stock exchange nasdaq are secondary in nature so secondary markets secondary market exists for other securities as well as such as when funds investment banks and entities such as mortgages from issuing lenders and it's a joint stock company or the corporate form of organization is ideally suited to secure large amount of capital from all those who have surplus funds and those who are willing to take risk in investment companies stock exchanges are a major uh, in, an investor who put his savings in a company by buying its securities and cannot get the amount back by from the company directly okay the stock market or exchange is a place where stock and shares and other long term commitments or investments are bought and sold it's a place where stocks shares uh, and other long term instruments or investments are bought and sold and for the existence of capital capitalist system of the economy and for the smooth functioning of the corporate form of organization and the there is essential essential institution is stock market for smooth functioning of the corporate form of organization and capitalist system of the economy the stock market is an essential institution and uh, next we are going to discuss discuss about history of stock exchanges in india the first organized stock exchange in india was started in bombay when a native stock brokers association known as bombay stock exchange was formed by the brokers in bombay again it's the first organized stock exchange in india was started in bombay it was by native share stock brokers association native share stock brokers association is other known otherwise known as bombay stock exchange was formed by the brokers in bombay bombay in 1894 the ahmedabad stock exchange was started to facilitate the dealing in the shares of textile mill industry uh, secondly ahmedabad stock exchange was started to facilitate dealing in the shares of textiles mills industry in the year 
Calcutta Stock Exchange was started in 1908 to provide the market for shares of plantation and jute mills. The Second World War was uh, a great speculative activity in the country and the number of stock exchanges rose from 7 in 1939 to 21 in 1945. This was a major rise in the number of stock exchanges from 7 to 21 in the year 1945. There were a number of unorganized and unrecognized exchanges curb markets there are number of unorganized and unrecognized stock exchanges known as curb market which is functioning under a set of uh, regulations or a court law under security contract act regulation 1936 Government of India has so far recognized around 23 stock exchanges. Bombay is the premier stock exchange in the country and nearly 70% of all transactions in the country are done in that stock exchange. Okay, um, Bombay's government of India recognized Bombay Stock Exchange uh, is the pri- premier exchange in India country. and nearly 70% of all transaction in the country are done in that exchange move to another area what are the characteristics of stock exchange is familiar to you and they are it is an organized capital market and it may be incorporated or a non non incorporated body or association of bodies it is an open market for purchase and sale of securities only listed security can be dealt in the stock exchange it works under established rules and regulations established rules and regulations the securities are bought and sold either for investment or for speculative purposes okay these are the main characteristics characteristic characteristics of stock exchange stock exchanges and it is organized capital market organized capital market and another area is economic functions of stock exchange economic functions of stock exchange a stock exchange performs essential economic functions they are they ensure liquidity to capital market first of all secondly continuous market for securities continuous market for securities third one mobilization of savings fourth capital formation fifth evaluation of securities sixth economic development of a country next safeguard for investors to protect the interest of the investors and another one is barometer of economic condition it act as a barometer to check the conditions of economy to check whether it is performing good or not business stability platform for public debt and it helps banks 
pricing for securities pricing for securities in detail what is the peculiarity of liquidity to capital market a stock exchange provide a place where shares stocks are converted into cash it's a place where shares and stocks are converted into cash people with surplus cash can invest in securities and people with deficit cash can sell their security and convert into cash this is a peculiarity of stock exchange people with surplus cash can invest in security okay suppose i have a surplus amount of money and this amount of money can be invested in stock exchanges buying of securities of different companies okay buying securities of different companies and those who have deficit in cash they can sell the secu their security and convert into cash therefore uh, stock exchange is a place highly liquid place and it ensure liquidity to capital and another one is continuous market for securities and it's a 24 hour market or it is uh, it's not a 24 hour market and uh, look around the clock market and market operates from 8 to 2 as 5 pm and it provide a continuous and ready market for buying and selling of securities it provide a continuous and ready market for buying and selling of securities it provide a ready market for those who wish to buy and those who wish to sell securities in the market okay and market provide a continuous operation buying and selling of security continuously throughout market when the market opens and market close up to market close another one is mobilization of serving this is one of the peculiar feature and function of and uh, stock exchange mobilization of saving is one of the peculiar characteristics and it helps to mobilize savings and surplus funds of individuals firms and other institutions and provide ready provide direct flow of capital into most profitable channels and can be channelized into a profitable way can be channelized into a profitable way and mobilization of saving people can um, people's money or people investment can be mobilized and invest in different avenues different investment avenues and next one is evaluation of securities price of securities and the price at which transaction take place are recorded at what price the transactions are take place and that is recorded and it is made available to the public for market information and price quotation is available to the investors for uh, investors and it is open to the investors and people can know about at what price the transactions take place and investor can evaluate the worth of their holdings what is the actual worth of their uh, share holdings that can be analyzed with the help of uh, 
prize movements prize floating activities another important function of stock exchanges is economic development of a country and stock exchanges establishment of stock exchanges uh, promote industrial growth and by encouraging industrial investment industrial development and new existing concerns uh, raises through capital through stock exchanges and economic development of a country of the country by encouraging industrial investment okay it promote industrial growth and it promote economic development of a country and it provide an incentive an incentive for the economy and new and existing concern raise their capital through stock exchanges okay therefore stock exchange is an important in, uh, uh, important institution that led to the development of economy one is uh, it safeguard the interest of investors and we are familiar with the sebi's functions sebi's major function is to safeguard the interest of investors likewise uh, stock exchanges uh, safeguard the interest of investors and investors interest are very much protected by the stock exchange the brokers have to transact their business strictly according to the rules and regulations prescribed by the capital market and the regulator of capital market that is sebi has they cannot overcharge the investors without uh, sebi regulation sebi regulation is important by looking into uh, brokerage charges and fees such as like transactions charges etc but to safeguard the interest of investors uh, in secondary stock market plays a vital role it interest of investors are very much protected and brokers have transact their business strictly according to the rules and regulations prescribed by the sebi another one is barometer of economic conditions and say, uh, stock market act as a barometer and stock stock exchanges reflects the changes that take place in the country okay suppose a budget is published before parliament or a new scam is happened in the economy or any events that take place in the economy uh, that take place in the economy then that can it's easily monitored by checking the fluctuations in the stock market suppose a budget is presented and a oil price is crashed and a new scam happens a new policy uh, framed and as a result of this stock market reflects is upward movements or a downward movements of uh, bullishness and bearishness of share prices whether a clock tells us which way the wind is blowing the same way stock exchanges serve as an indicator for the phases of business cycle okay and it analyzes fluctuations in the economy and at the same time stock market operations another one is it's a platform for public debt government has to raise huge fund 
for the development activities uh, stock exchanges act as a uh, act as market for government securities uh, stock market provide a platform for raising public debt and in order to meet the huge fund necessities of government and for developmental activities government raise funds through uh, stock exchanges and another one helps to banks stock exchanges helps the banks to maintain liquidity by increasing the volume of uh, market securities market securities and this is on another one uh, stock exchanges helps the bank to maintain liquidity and by increasing the volume of easily marketable securities and then lastly pricing of securities the new issue of securities in the primary market are based on the prices in the stock exchange the price issue of issue uh, price pricing pattern of new issue market is purely based on the price in the stock exchange thus it helps in pricing of securities and stock exchange is, is of great importance to a country and it provide necessary mobility to capital and it directs the flow of capital into profitable and successful enterprises and stock exchanges even got government would find difficulty to borrow for its various schemes and it helps traders investors and industrialist people and banker to buy pricing of securities in the stock exchange described in the business format these are the major functions of stock exchanges how and what are the major characteristic characteristics of stock exchange and what do you mean by stock exchange and next we move to another area that is more important in this uh, topic that is uh, listing of securities in the stock exchanges listing of securities in the stock exchange and is more important in the examination point of view and listing of securities is an important area in stock market operations okay and this will discuss on the next class thank you next topic rules of management of funds or objectives of the investment policy or in other words we can say that it's a portfolio management of commercial bank and this topic we are going to discuss a major element or portfolio management of a commercial bank or rules or major objectives of investment followed by bank or management of commercial bank and they are portfolio management are how bank manage its asset and liability in such a way that bank maximizes profit without losing loss 
Bank is always try to maintain safety, liquidity, and profitability. Based on this aspect, bank advances loans. Loans and rules or principles of management of funds. implies the method of allocation of funds to various activities by giving due consideration to liquidity first profitability safety and solvency and this process is called as portfolio management four attributes of portfolio management are mentioned they are liquidity profitability safety and solvency and the first one liquidity bank is required to maintain sufficient liquid asset because it deals with other people money whenever people demand deposits bank is liable to pay it therefore bank is always maintaining liquid cash with banks liquid assets are those assets either in the form of cash or in the form it can be converted into cash very easily or quickly or bank is maintaining um, bank money possesses percent liquidity and check and other near money assets are maintained by bank liquidity is necessary for maintaining public confidence a bank if a bank does not have sufficient liquidity it lose public confidence and destroy its own business is maintaining ample portion of their asset of the bank should keep in liquid form and it will boost public confidence therefore first one liquidity is more important while considering other aspects other attributes the next attribute of portfolio management is profitability profitability is another attribute and no one can achieve financial stability without profit bank should launch an investment policy which is give maximum return from its investment and if the asset yield higher income or return the profitability is also higher and vice versa the shareholder with get sufficient return the banker should keep always the right rights and safeguard the interest of the customers another one is and the third one is safety while determining the investment policy of a bank bank should consider its own safety and security first the bank depends on the confidence of public who deposits money with their bank safe is safe 
safety in the sense that repayment of capital and interest to all recipients while selecting investment activity if a banker pays attention only to profitability he will incur loss on investment then the bank may face any financial difficulty safety should be not uh, should not be sacrificed to earn higher profits bank should be very cautious while invest investing the money in various forms of assets by minimizing the risk fourth attribute is solvency according to rs sayers definition a bank is solvent if the amount of its assets exceeds the amount of its liability to all claims when banks are capable to convert asset into cash quickly without loss you can say that the bank is maintaining liquidity and the bank may be solvent but not be liquid in this context the rules of management of funds or portfolio management the four attributes liquidity profitability safety and solvency are mutually related while managing the fund bank should look into four attributes simultaneously and if the banker pays attention only liquidity and select asset accordingly we will have to sacrifice prof- profitability principle principle by concluding this a balance structure of the portfolio must be maintained by the bank a good bank should preserve a balance between liquidity profitability while investing uh, in its funds while choosing the assets for investment the bank must ensure that it is safe investment in the point of view of depositor and the bank itself to earn more profit without sacrificing the other attributes bank should maintain a judicious balance between liquidity safety and profitability commercial banks balance sheet has two main sides that is the liabilities and the assets items on liability side are share capital reserve funds deposits fixed deposit saving deposit and other deposits other deposits borrowings and other liabilities asset side includes cash in hand cash with the central bank 
cash with other banks money at short notice bills and securities discounted investment of bank loans and advances given and other assets the asset side of the balance sheet the asset side of the balance sheet of a commercial bank that indicates the manner in which the funds of a banks are invested over the various types of assets and employing its funds over the various forms of asset a bank should bear in mind three important principles they are liquidity safety and profitability and this is called as portfolio management of a commercial bank as the bank is required to satisfy the day to day demands of the depositors and the bank is dealer in other people money and it should look at the safety of the funds belonging to the depositors again as the bank is required to meet its expenses and pay some dividend on dividend to its shareholders it should look to the profitability of the assets also the fundamental items appear on the uh, the asset side of the balance sheet of a commercial bank are are once again cash in hand cash in cash with rbi money at call and short notice investment advances fixed asset other assets etc and cash in hand and with cash with rbi is a major important item appear on the asset side of the balance sheet and cash is most liquid of all assets but it is not an earning asset so a bank should maintain sufficient cash cash to meet the demands of the depositor and invest the balance income balance in income yielding assets but cash in hand cash with central bank is one of the asset side asset item of the bank and demanded in the income yielding assets secondly money at call and short notice balance with the other banks and money at call and short notice are granted to bill brokers and stock brokers loans are at given by one bank to another these loans are repayable by borrower when a call is made or after a short notice the asset has an advantage over cash reserve okay and it satisfy both the attributes of a sound banking asset that is profitability and liquidity of banks money at call 
and short notice another important item on the asset side of the balance sheet of a commercial bank is investment bank invest a part of their fund in government bonds shares and debentures of well established business enterprises and unit of unit trust of india bank prefer to invest in these securities because they yield steady income to the customer repayment is assured and they can so they can be sold easily without loss and they can be shifted to the central bank and other banks very easily and investment is considered as another major item on asset side and the fourth one is loans and advances under this head the bank show, shows the total amount of loans and advances granted to its customers loans and advances are the most profitable of all assets major parts of the bank earnings are derived from these type of assets loans and advances loans and advances carry high rate of interest so from the point of view of profitability they are good assets but these assets have low liquidity and no sh- shiftability at all and this item is known as fourth line of defense fourth line of defense of commercial banks fixed assets and other assets total volume of movable and immovable properties of bank are included and it is referred as the fixed asset of a bank is considered as a dead stock they cannot be realized without much loss of value and this can be properly utilized non banking assets as a acquired in satisfaction to claim taxes paid paid in advance interest accrued etc or comes under the other assets and fixed assets side by concluding the topic balance sheet of a commercial bank preparation of a balance sheet of a commercial bank take place a crucial role for the development of those banks balance sheet is prepared and published by commercial banks at the end of each financial year no bank can enjoy the smooth and transaction without the preparation of balance sheet in modern world the balance sheet is prepared only through the computer way and it is it will give the result very high speedily and accurately thus we can say that the preparation of balance sheet of a commercial bank is very important in the banking field and possesses 
strategic position in the banking industry come to what is non banking financial inter- intermediaries financial intermediaries or nbfi is a modern term used for financial institutions financial intermediary act as an intermediary in between ultimate lender and ultimate borrower and they mobilize the saving from the public from the savers by selling security to them and lend the same to the borrowers and broadly the term financial intermediaries can be applied to varieties of institutions such as commercial banks insurance companies prudent fund organizations investment companies special finance companies share brokers and dealers hire purchase finance companies cheat funds etc out of these institutions the commercial banks comes under the category of banking financial institutions they mobilizes money from the public and pay them on demand they lend money to individuals as well as business firms mainly on a short term basis therefore commercial banks mainly lend money for commercial activities commercial bank do not directly participate or undertake promotional activities activities okay commercial banks do not directly participate in the promotional activities of development development of a business or industry but in the, on the other hand the non banking financial institution act as a financial intermediary and mobilizes saving from the public and lend them for the um, business activities all the other institutions okay uh, spe- uh, mentioned above like investment companies special financial companies uh, other than commercial banks are non banking financial intermediaries now what is the role of nbfis nbfis acting as an intermediary play a crucial role in bringing together the savers and the borrowers and the intermediation process of process of these institutions helps in helps the individual to invest their fund safely and enable business for business to borrow funds without any problem and acting as an intermediary the bank, non banking financial institution helps individuals in different ways and non banking financial institutions also different sectors of economy and prioritizing prioritizing the fixed government norms enterprises and rapid industrialization as a result of non banking financial intermediaries and come to the types of non banking financial intermediaries non banking financial intermediaries are mainly classified into uh, three they are investment trust and development banks and other institutions okay what is investment trust these institutions are known as investment banks they mobilize savings of scattered mass mobilizes savings of scattered mass 
and channelizing into productive uses invest their excess money uh, these investment trust invest their excess money in various securities for a long term various securities for a long term and this type of institutions mainly include life insurance corporation of india Gen general insurance corporation of india and unit trust of india okay investment trust investment trust these institutions are known as investment banks banks and mobilizes savings of mass scattered mass and channelize into productive activities this is the main function of investment banks then come to the next one development bank development banks these institutions are also known as special financial institutions okay mentioned earlier as special financial institutions they provide long term financial assistance to industrial undertakings and they also undertake many promotional functions promotional function therefore these institutions are known as development banks they undertake financial assistance to industrial activities and at the same time promotional activities and therefore this is these banks are known as development banks these development banks include industrial finance corporation of india ifci industrial credit and investment corporation of india icici industrial development bank of india idbi at a national level and at the state level there is state financial corporations and state industrial development corporations etc okay and this operates at the state, state level sfc and sidcs are operating at this at the state level and the national level organizations organizations are institutions are ifci idbi icic etc and other institution the third category generally some institutions institutions do not provide financial assistance they mainly undertake promotional activities and provide various services to enterprises these institutions are comes under other institution category or providing financial assistance and promote promotional activities providing various services to enterprises these institutions are nsics national small industries development corporations state small industries development corporations technical consistency organizations okay uh, nises uh, ssidcs state small industries development corporations technical consistent uh, consultancy organization tcos are major category comes under other institutions these three are main categories of non banking financial institutions